The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This with Leanne podcast and are for purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Broadcasting to the world from Insider Closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Philipson. Ever take a sauna or a cold dip or even a cold shot in the shower? Well, this hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, or if you listen to this episode before, you know, in Chris's case, it's all hot, 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 hot. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Feeling hot, hot, hot. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, this this kind of like back and forth business that Chris is not quite there yet, which is totally fine. And there's lots of people that are not could be the least intense activity that could improve your health and prolong your life. Spending time in a sauna or a minute to three, no more is necessary in a cold plunge or a cold shower. This heat and cold therapy known to some as contrast therapy, it seems to be a bit of a trend right now, but when you look under the hood of it all, there is about a million good reasons why you taking yourself to the more extremes than what you're used to of hot and then maybe cold or just the heat is a really amazing thing. Headlines, research papers, and magazines, even like Men's Health, say that regular sauna use can prolong your life and protect your heart. The stats from research, this came from Finland, from the Finns who are known for this, shows that if you use a sauna for 30 minutes, two to three times a week, there can be around a 22% reduction of dementia and a 27% risk reduction of dying from cardiovascular disease, any events, like a heart attack. If you make it into some sort of hot box four or more times a week, you can reduce the probability of dementia by 65%, what? And the risk of death by around 50%. And that is from all cause mortality, by the way, not just from having a heart attack. As for the cold plunging, you can look to Wim Hof. He's the absolute expert on this, world expert, in fact, of the benefits of cold therapy and as one of the three pillars of his Wim Hof method for health. Cold therapy can lift your mood, help your mental health, speed up your sluggish metabolism, decrease inflammation and swelling of sore muscles. Like think about when you put ice on any kind of injury, we're talking about the same kind of thing. And it can be used to speed up recovery after physical exercise, whether you're a regular at the gym or you're just starting and of course support your immune system. Now there's just as long of a list of what the sauna can do to increase as well as the cold plunge, but a lot of it is worth knowing to cement into your brain and really make you go just a few more steps to try and find somewhere that you can hit a sauna. From increasing your growth hormone to speeding up your metabolism, which is your ability to burn calories, increasing the elimination of toxins, improving blood flow and circulation that takes toxins out of the body is very much needed this day. And you know how they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Well, that's in relation to a body process called hormesis. I'll speak a little bit more about that later in the show. But for now, on Eat This with Leanne, the hot and cold of this contrast therapy, the benefits, how to get all hot and sweaty can help prolong your life and a long list of other health benefits that don't take all that much effort but give a ton of health rewards. So can getting hot and sweaty make you happy? Yeah, I know where your mind just went or could have gone. Maybe just to my... (laughs) Well, apparently your mind went there immediately. As I cue this up, I often think of you, Chris, and where your mind might go. Hmm. But let's first address that, shall we? So... I wondered this after doing a deep dive into the research. Could sauna give Viagra a run for its money for any gents out there wait minute, suffering wait, wait. a little bit with with erectile dysfunction? Could. Not pointing at you at all, Chris. I have no idea, and that's okay. 
<laughs> I'm going to leave it to the lovely loyal listeners who need to know. Did you to say test it out? Did you say could sauna? Could sauna? Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because if you want to improve the microcirculation, the overall circulation mm. and microcirculation, and therefore your sex life, sauna can boost what's called your nitric oxide, which helps dilate blood vessels. Where do most of the men out there and Ladies, if if that's the way you go, where you want those blood vessels and that blood to flow, yeah, yep, it can happen. And I've talked about the nitric oxide thing before because every time the the um, the vegetable beets come up, they increase your your nitric oxide. So yep. eat beets, go in the, in the sauna. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. You can thank me later. <laughs> the other aspects of this are mood and mental health. They can help so much in the sauna because they help you relax and they they regulate the levels of cortisol in your blood. Now, that's the hormone that is released when you're stressed. If the level goes too high, your sleep, well, that gets totally thrown off. And after what we talked about in episode 150 about sleep, you'll know that the better you sleep and your sleep cycles the better your mood and your life in general. A sauna can help stimulate the production of serotonin, the happy hormone that makes you feel good. Then there's the release of dopamine that you can get from getting into a cold plunge afterwards and the benefits and the release of something called norepinephrine, which counters the cortisol, and of course, dopamine, which helps us to feel pleasure as it's part of the brain's reward system. What would make any of us feel better is the better cognitive function and performance, like that memory that seems to be failing me these days, especially, and the reduced risk of dementia and Alzheimer's because of the increase in brain-derived neurotrophic factor, or BDNF, that promotes the survival of our existing brain cells and the growth of new healthy brain cells. Yep, you sleep better at night if you sauna and or cold plunge, but also knowing that there's more more that you can do about these awful diseases can put your mind at rest too. You know what they say with what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's actually in relation to that body process that I mentioned before called hormesis. Hormesis acts as a beneficial stress to the body, not the typical chronic stress that we're all under right now, that comes in more short-lived doses of stress and activates a positive response in the body. For instance, intermittent fasting, we've talked about that many times, this hot and cold therapy, and even radiation therapy. I think that's probably the best incidence that I came across for cancer, whereas too much radiation, mm -mm, not good. Just the right amount can influence those cancer cells or certain for certain types of cancers that we just do not want in our body. Now, all of these are just enough to knock you out of this comfortable homeostasis as balance and activate a variety of cellular mechanisms that are and their signaling pathways to promote stress resilience, which is very different to just being under this chronic amount of stress. It also helps to repair cellular damage. It's a process called autophagy. It can repair your DNA, combat the oxidative stress that kind of happens from just about anything, exercise to breathing to taking on a whole bunch of chemicals, helps you to produce new mitochondria, reduce inflammation, support and eliminate toxins, improve your blood sugar regulation, reduce your risk of cancer, and so much more. Now, all of this just from heating things up. And today's guest is helping people to get healthy by dropping off a sauna in their driveway for their home or outdoors with really a fascinating pivot to his business during the pandemic. Ryan Markham, he has been an action sports athlete for over 30 years and and has actually coached freestyle skating and been mountain biking for at least a decade. He's a proud dad of two girls and he owns Markham Works, which is a local business about 90 minutes uh, from me here in Toronto. He's probably partway between both Chris and I, where you happen to live, in a town called Collingwood, which is a place that I absolutely love and was last weekend. 
He sells and builds saunas, fire, uh, wood fire, cedar tubs, and outdoor furniture. He took on homeschooling his kids during the pandemic, which gave him more time to focus on his wellness line of products, which now include cold plunge pools. So this definitely got my attention. As with so much changing, he has found a new niche. And as we love to support local entrepreneurs, someone else that we had on the um, the podcast in episode 61, Scott from Conscious Water, who sells the Berkey Water System. And that was a bit of a, a bit of a self-serving one because I wanted to know more before I went and dove in and bought my Berkey Water System from him that I have in my kitchen. He connected us so that I could get some more education about the benefits of this and what Ryan talks about every single day to do with cold therapy, to do with sauna therapy, and what he shares with his customers. All right, so welcome, Ryan, to Eat This with Leanne. Why don't you first start telling us a little bit about how you got into the sauna industry? I don't think that's where you started, though. Is that right? Uh, Well, I mean, I, I did start, you know, visiting the YMCA with my cousin and my uncle, for hand-eye coordination, just getting fit. And then I was lucky enough that my uncle snuck us into the men's change room to enjoy our first sauna. And it wasn't a great first experience, but uh, through some education, uh, I realized the benefits of sauna as an athlete. I was playing hockey at the time, and uh, it was great. Uh, Once I got into it and I visited the Y a few more times, uh, I was getting into that. And then my cousin was a wrestler and he was using it to cut weight, believe it or not. Wow. So my journey started, uh, I was working in landscape construction and we were on a job site and the customer had asked if I sold saunas. And at that time I did not sell saunas. I was into custom woodworking as a side hustle, building family tables for friends and families. And I had a relationship with the Mennonites because when my business got busy, I was able to uh, have them do other custom work. And then I would receive that piece and finish it, uh, install and deliver it. So this customer was looking for a sauna for his property. I called my Mennonite friends and asked if I could set up as a dealer here in Collingwood. And they were happy to hear that because that was an extension of their business. Uh, Mennonites typically aren't great at marketing and advertising and promoting their uh, their products, uh, but they uh, thought that this might be a great opportunity to get into Collingwood. So that was the start of this journey. And I didn't say thank you, Leanne and Chris, for having me on this show. Uh, I should have started with that, but uh, thank you so much. This is always uh, great to share Donna and, and my story. So thank you. <laughs> he sell he sells great saunas, but the manners eh, maybe not. Uh, maybe not a, <laughs> I'll do better, Chris. <laughs> well, maybe it's a, maybe it's too much of a personal question uh, for you. So, what was the bad experience? What was the, the what was wrong with the first experience? What was wrong with the first experience is that I didn't know what I was getting into. I was invited into this hot room. And I, w- I was not taught about, you know, getting my breath on point so that I could take the heat. Yeah. And so what I felt was just I started sweating profusely and then he threw water on the rocks and then I ran out of the sauna. Because mm. I think I think that was part of a little joke that he was pulling. <laughs> right. And it was both my cousin and I. We both ran out. We were just like, what the heck is this? Well, as a, as a- how old were you? I was a teenager, so I've been about 14. As an asthmatic, I know exactly where you're coming from when it comes to breath. Uh, When you get into extreme situations, whether it's heat or cold, the lungs react. It's very scary. And I've, Mm -hmm. I've, I've had that before. Apparently it's maybe a little bit of, of, um, leftover from when I was a teenager had really bad bronchitis. Mm. So that, like that inability or that fear, because it is in, in your head that, you know, yeah. you can't get another breath because there's such incredible constriction that it's, I mean, you have to be able to go into this like hydrated, knowing what to expect, you know, one minute, two minutes, something like that. So yeah, your uncle was maybe not. Sounds like a bit of a <laughs> jerk. Being the, being the, uncle, was, being the hey, uncle. You know in, Uncle in, Joe doesn't yeah. mind if I call him a jerk. I still love him. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Love so 
<laughs> so I want to kind of say that it's a trend, but I mean, saunas have been around forever. The the hot, the cold therapy and its benefits, I think, are just becoming more um, more well-known. And, you know, in Finland, the studies that are coming out of, of, uh, of Finland and the stats that I've shared off the top are, are absolutely incredible. But yeah. what have you noticed in your business, in your local business, or even, you know, if there are mm. people across Canada that you, that you are helping or the inquiries that you're getting, especially since the pandemic? Well, just to speak to, you know, what we were seeing in the 80s, for example, in the 80s, it seemed that every other house had a sauna closet in their basement, which mm. uh, was an electric heated sauna. And it seemed like it was a bit of a fad or a trend. And fast forward to pandemic days, and I really feel my observations were that a lot of folks were turning in and trying to focus on their health and focus on building our immune system. And unfortunately, we weren't given a lot of tools through the pandemic uh, on how to do this. You mm -hmm. know, there was not, there wasn't a reliable source that we could go to, to learn, um, you know, that we need more vitamin D and sunshine. We need to uh, get outside and connect with our, you know, our friends and family. I feel like we lived in fear through those, you know, those years and, um, you know, I, in my business, what I saw was just an increase in interest and sales, you know, have definitely increased through the pandemic. And then today we have so many more people who are selling sauna. So, right. you know, there's a lot of competition, but guys, I've, I've learned to approach my business uh, rather than this competition arena uh, that my my whole purpose in selling sauna and sharing sauna is to build a culture here in Collingwood, first of all, and spread that right across our country and into the states. Mm -hmm. uh, at the moment, I'm micro focused here in Collingwood, and I have a lot of friends that I share sauna with. We have a camping crew, and it seems that you know every other person is either built a do-it-yourself sauna in their backyard, yeah. uh, or have purchased a unit. So uh, the trend has been huge uh, throughout the pandemic. I don't think it's a trend anymore. I believe no. this is something that's here to stay. We're learning from other cultures, such as Finland, as you mentioned, and other Scandinavian companies who are countries who have been doing this for a very long time. And we should also speak to the indigenous folks who had sweat lodges that were using mm. sauna for bathing and and for ceremonies. So. Um, you know, we have we have a lot of history here and we've got folks like Rhonda Patrick, who's been on Joe Rogan, who's doing a lot of studies on sauna. There's a fellow down in the States. His name is Glenn with Sauna Times, who he's digging in deep with sauna and, and interviewing doctors and other professionals to really get the data that we need in order for folks to understand that it's safe and it's healthy. And it's a way for us to connect with our friends and family. I love the simplicity of it. And also, I think it's just the way of life now where, mm -hmm. you know, we've had so many trends in the past, diet trends, this trend, that trend. But I think where we're headed now is that people still want that science background is what I'm trying to say. For sure. With the trend. Rather than it just being like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. Have you got a sauna? Have I got a sauna? You know, like I think like what you said from the 80s, everyone's sauna in their home is now their broom closet. <laughs> I'm going to hazard a guess that that's what it's become. Exactly. Yeah. Um, whereas now, you know, I was at a at a friend's in, calling, in the Collingwood area last weekend and, you know, on his property was a barrel sauna. So I think we're, we're really getting to a place where it is becoming this just like you know eating the blueberries or you know all the different you know polyphenol trends and things like that which is not really a trend it's just that we're talking about it right. I love that the science is coming up with all of this as well and mm -hmm. there are incredible studies out there to give it validity so for those people who are not quite sure if it is a trend it's like no actually it's really really good for you can you tell us a bit about the different types of saunas. You talked about the rocks. There's also ones that have wood fire. Well, anyway, I'll let you take it. 
I'll let you take it from here and explain for us. My focus in my business is to sell wood-fired saunas, which come in a, a number of different shapes, whether it be the barrel sauna that you spoke to, which is our most popular model. We have a log cabin style. Uh, there's a uh, couple more modern looking style saunas, which are look like a cube. We refer to those as our Luna. Uh, and then, so there's a wood fired and then there's electric that we offer in our lineup. And then the finish, the finish don't refer to infrared sauna as a sauna because it doesn't have the same heat as their finished saunas. But mm. I feel that the infrared sauna has uh, huge benefits as well. It's right. a lower temperature sweat that you're, you know, you get a sweat roll uh, between, you know, 120 to 140 in an infrared sauna versus the 150 to 220 that, you know, those who have some experience and, you know, endure those hotter temperatures. So, you know, the three types of saunas that I'm talking about are probably our most popular in uh you know north america and, and in okay. the world but the yeah. finish they started with a smoke sauna so what they would do is build a fire over some rocks and they would smoke out this space so they would heat it up over a couple of hours then they open the doors and the windows and then let out all the smoke and those rocks have thermal heat so they put out that puts out the heat and then you go in and you sit and you sweat Wow. Eventually, the Finns uh, developed the wood-fired stove and added a chimney, and then they had a much cleaner space, and then you could regulate the temperature in the sauna rather than walking into a space that the temperature was essentially set. That's really cool that that's how they started, and and that really groovy evolution to yeah, oh, a, chim- a chimney let's get rid of the smoke first I know, right <laughs> and actually there's a lot of folks that will you know that have experience with sauna like i have a finnish friend we went on a camping trip and his name's aaron Royne. and and Royne brought a tarp that was specifically for a sweat at the beach so we went up to pancake bay on lake superior and as you may know that lake is very deep and very cold and mm. so what Aaron did is he lit a fire, warmed up the rocks, and then they built a, like essentially a teepee structure and then threw the tarp over top of it where the rocks were. And then you crawl into the tarp. And that was essentially the smoke sauna concept that the Finns would have done. But he's, he used a tarp. You know, some may think, well, that's pretty ghetto. <laughs> oh, it is. But it's, you know, it was a, it was a great sweat. I would imagine that the technology has come a long way since our Indigenous brethren. But uh, the concepts are probably still the same. I, 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 when, it, when you're talking about the stuff that you sell, are they all fairly self-encompassing? Uh, is there something that a homeowner or a potential buyer would need uh, when it comes to uh, the type of home or space they would need in order to have a sauna? Great question, Chris. I get that question quite a bit as to how a customer can prepare before we go out and install. Mm. So um, my supplier is Moonlight Sauna, and they are based out of Listowel. And I've been working with them for the past year. And so the process essentially is that our customers, if they want a backyard sauna, we ask that they have a level area they can either have two by two patio stones on the ground uh, for the cradles of a barrel sauna uh, and or if it's a different shape, uh, we will give them some instructions on just a flat surface that we can build. So we build on site rather than delivering a complete unit. Uh, we feel that it's a better handcrafted uh, sauna if we build on site. It stays level. It's not moving when it's on a truck. And then we also offer uh, an indoor sauna line. So when we get into indoor sauna line, what we ask for is, you know, a space that has been prepped. And that's something that we can go over uh, with our customers. Um, but if you have a room in your home that is eight by eight, like you don't need a big space, uh, you can have an indoor sauna installed in your home, which would be electric heated if it's in the right. house. I was going to ask that. Um, <laughs> not so wood often. fired on the inside, or maybe not too often you... do we get requests for a wood fired okay. sauna for 
inside, uh, that would be something you'd have to check with your local authorities uh, to see if uh, the bylaw would pass that. But electric, we're good to go. How does a wood fire uh, sauna differ to an electric sauna? Are the benefits different or is it temperature or because I've seen, you know, I've seen people walking into their barrel sauna or I think it was on the on the program Limitless with Mm. Chris Hemsworth. And, you know, that one was so cool because, of course, they're wherever they were in the like Arctic or something like you couldn't. It's not the average person who's going to do that. But there was this barrel sauna with uh with the wood fire going and it was just a beautiful thing okay wait a minute when you say beautiful thing were you talking about the sauna or chris hemsworth i was actually talking about the scenery oh, but, oh, oh, okay. but <laughs> that was not chris hemsworth question, interestingly enough i mean i was a pretty big thor fan before but you know what's really cool in in a series like that is that you actually learn more about the person instead of just looking at the at the six at the six pack and the muscles i asked my wife i said look at that beautiful the beautiful scenery in the background and the water and the mountains she goes what water what mountains what are we talking about exactly <laughs> getting to your question leanne about a wood-fired sauna versus an electric sauna. Yep. And Thor, Thor, uh, he he really did a great job in showcasing that barrel sauna. The wood-fired sauna offers more heat, I would say. Okay. You have the ability to get the temperatures higher. Right. In an electric sauna, the saunas have a thermostat. So okay. if you go to the Y or if you go to your local health club, yeah. you'll, you'll notice that those saunas will only go to about 180 degrees. Whereas a wood-fired sauna, as you continue to stoke it, you can get it up over 200 degrees, and that's not for everybody. You know, that's someone who has lots of experience, uh, who's done a lot of breath work, and, um, you know, the benefits, though, from my experience, are the same, wood-fired or electric. I prefer the wood-fired. I love seeing the fire in a sauna. I love Mm -hmm. the, the process of going out lighting the fire and sitting and waiting for it to continue to add wood. Um, it's this way of connecting with nature and, you know, all of that. So I, that's my choice. I can imagine. Um, and I know Chris, you have a hot tub Mm. and, and that, you know, that connection that you have with your family, with friends, with whatever it is, it's, it's not dissimilar. It's just, you're getting into a box or a barrel or some, or something like that while being, outside. I think there's a distinct difference though, between like getting into a hot tub. Do you really need experience? You really don't. But you spoke to it, uh, Ryan, about getting your breath, about gaining experience in the higher temperatures. How does one do that? Besides just opening the door, going inside and sitting down, how does one gain the experience or train themselves to deal with the higher temperatures? Gaining the experience is really it's seat time. You know, you, you go in to a sauna at these lower temperatures, learning how to slow our breath down through multiple sessions in the sauna, then your body actually has the ability to withstand more heat. Okay. Because our body eventually um, will get used to those lower temperatures and it won't feel either uncomfortable or um, it won't feel like it's as hot as it was for those earlier sessions. Um, something I wanted yeah. to speak to as well, guys, is um, I spoke to Whitfired as being, you know, my preference. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for the listeners to know that if you're if you are a parent and you want a sauna for your property, I recommend considering electric because with electric we have the ability to turn it on, go prepare whatever we need to prepare inside, come back in half an hour. And it's ready. With the wood fired, there's a lot more maintenance involved with mm. stoking it and you know cleaning out the ashes and what have you. And today we offer a Wi-Fi control, Chris. Oh wow! <laughs> convenience. Talk yeah. about convenience. Yeah. We could be on the ski hill, or we could be on the bike trail. Flip on our sauna from from the hill or the trail, what? and it'll be ready when, <laughs> when we get back. When we get back. <laughs> oh, just go in the app, turn on the sauna. All right, peeps, back to my place. Oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah, I have a couple pilot buddies who uh, they they rely on sauna with jet lag and really a way yes. for them to recharge after really you know, great. Big, big flights. And my buddy PK, he's got 
you know, the Wi-Fi Hume heater. It's an Estonian brand, a beautiful basket of rocks. Uh, and he will get off the plane, turn on this heater, drive up from the city to Collingwood, and his sauna is ready for him to enjoy. <laughs> you definitely pay for those conveniences. Sure. But back to my point about the electric heater for families who really just can't find the time to for more, consider an electric heater. Whether it's a, a Wi-Fi control, and that would be kind of the Porsche model, or, or or going for just a base electric heater where you go out and it on manually and you're good to go. So a couple of things that popped in my head then was with family. So you're going out there with family. Is there an age that is generally recommended? You know, you had your experience at about 14, but mm-hmm. what about kids going in? And if if on the electric yeah. on the electric one, can you sort of turn the thermostat down? So yep. you're kind of just getting into a warmer room than outside kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. The fins, like they're ki- there's kids uh, that will go to school. School, and they've got saunas at schools where kids will go and, and wow. use the sauna, <laughs> yeah. and it's a lower it's a lower temperature. So right. for for kids or elders who are you know who have heart problems, um, I always I always share to refer to your family doctor course, and make sure that everything's yeah. good to go that way. But you know, quick story about my mother. She's seventy six. When she comes to the cottage, she always asks for a sit in the sauna. Oh. And that warms my heart because, you know, she hasn't, you know, she hasn't grew she never grew up with a sauna. And, you know, even when I was, you know, a young chap that she wasn't going to the Y to go sit in the sauna, right. but she has shared that she sleeps better. She just feels great after getting out of the sauna. So uh, to level set, that sauna would be at about 120 to 140. So okay. a lower, a lower temp. What my girlfriend Brooke and I experienced last week was we went out and played a game of euchre in the sauna. I've got a sauna on a trailer from Inlight Saunas that I've been just sharing with friends and family up here in Collingwood. And so what we did is we parked it in the driveway, we lit the fire, went out, and we played a game of cards. And <laughs> in the, the sauna, the, the Love temperature it. wasn't very hot. It was just room temperature. And then my mother was coming over for dinner that night. And so, you know, we finished up dinner and I lit the sauna before dinner, but I kept it at a lower temperature. So I wasn't stoking it throughout. So it was, again, room temperature. And we went and had a cup of tea and just had a nice conversation out in the sauna. So again, this space doubles as a sanctuary. Right. Folks will meditate. They will do yoga, stretch. You know, it's it's a great way to just connect with your friends and family. So uh, if you do own a sauna, I challenge you to use that space for other purposes. There's a huge benefit yeah. there. The flexibility is massive. Uh, I mean, in, in hindsight, we have the hot tub now and I and I love my hot tub. The heat itself is so beneficial to my aching bones. But mm-hmm. there's a, a so many benefits in terms of the health benefits, the warmth, but it's the convenient. Uh, it's the fact that I don't have to, you know, change clothes, uh, and throw on a swimsuit and head out to the, you know, to the hot tub and lift the lid and hop in and then get out and then come back inside and dry off and have a shower. There's so much more inconvenience on a, on a night when I, maybe I just want a little heat. I just want that Mm -hmm. warm hug. Well, guess what? Yeah. The sauna offers that. Yeah. It's as simple yep. as just turning on the Wi-Fi or flipping a button. Yeah, I love hot tub as well, but there is a maintenance piece too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, with hot tub that, you know, if you're a hot tub owner, you know exactly what we're talking about here. Yep. That every so often you have to drain it and you've got to keep the chemicals up. You know, the, that's the other thing I don't love about hot tubs myself is, mm-hmm. you know, is the chlorine or the bromine that you put in it. I've been to properties where I was welcome to join in a hot tub. And I could see that it was a little murky and uh, <laughs> yeah. that's like, and like soup. I did actually look into and research the difference between a hot tub versus a sauna mm-hmm. in terms of their health benefits, because we're still talking about that heat, that warming you, warming you up. And uh, from my research, if, if you were to compare the weight loss benefit of sauna versus um, a hot tub, mm-hmm. you can lose. So the research says more weight in a sauna but any heated in environment, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's inevitable that it's going to have a really 
a really good benefit to you. And because you've had that glucose monitor on and you said that your glucose is really balanced, no matter what you're challenging it mm-hmm. with, also know that that this challenge, the heat challenge that you're putting your body through every time you get into the hot tub is benefiting your glucose balance in the same way that a sauna would. As you're going into the sauna, as you're challenging your your body with these higher temperatures of heat, if you flip that into getting into a cold shower, a cold plunge, or anything chilly, go roll in the snow after you hop out of the barrel sauna with everybody once you've finished playing your euchre, then, you know, then you've got that situation where, you know, where you're offering your body again another challenge. So as people get into... You know, and I shared the story many times on this podcast. The first time I did the cold shot in the shower, I like I screamed and lasted like three seconds. (laughs) And then, (laughs) you know, and then I built up. I was like, okay, I'm going to do like another three seconds this time and know that I can still breathe. And then, you know, and this is just the the cold shower, like on my thyroid. So on my, I aim it at my throat and then it goes down just the front of my body. I'm not brave enough to get it on top of my head. So I was I wanted you to speak to the cold plunge aspect of it because I know and I've seen this really cool cold plunge pool that you also offer as well, which is, you know, the sauna is amazing, but then you add this, you know, this in. I've got some stats that I'll share after on how many calories you can burn and how much you boost your metabolism by doing a sauna and then a cold plunge. I mean, honestly, it's it's outrageous. <laughs> you can- Okay, wait a minute. I was starting to like Ryan with the whole sauna and the heat thing. What is this cold stuff we're talking about? That's ice cream. I think he's all in. <laughs> that's true. I miss that. Piece. Okay, that's yes. not just that, me. That kind of cold just take a is bite perfect. As he's dropping into the ice cream. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be cool. Choke. Happens and see you would choke on it from that that you do as soon as you get into a cold plunge or do the the cold shot in the shower. Ryan, do yeah. you offer like a like a cold plunge pool that looks like an ice cream bucket? What a great marketing Whoa. thing. I hey, think man, he does. I've I seen you're it. you're onto something. I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grab the massive cherries and the chocolate sauce and we're in. Let's go. Okay, I Ryan, from, to... from that barrel one that I saw from yeah. your website, we just need like a really big spoon to go in it. And then we'll... <laughs> I'll we'll bring just... the spoon. I'll bring the spoon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's to be as tall as you, Chris. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to carve something out of wood and it's so that it there can be a little go. Perfect. <laughs> Convince me, That's Ryan. Awesome. What's 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 the big deal with this cold plunge? Quick story before we get into the cold plunge piece. Uh, this will this will marry in great with with cold plunge stuff. So, um, I got into cold cold plunging through a Wim Hof challenge. Wim Hof put out a challenge, a thirty day challenge, and he um, he asked uh, for you to check off the boxes like a report card kind of thing each day that you did it. I had a friend out west, uh, my buddy Kevin Thomas, nicknamed Nitro, uh, and we did a challenge together, and okay. that that really helped me stay accountable to, to going down this uh, this road. So um, fast forward, uh, you know, towards the end of the pandemic, and um, I had this fella on Instagram. His name is Sam Skelton, and he's got a he's a got quite the following on TikTok these days. But he's been getting into cold plunging, and we both share surfing, lake surfing, as a uh, as a shared sport. So, anyway, Sam is down in Cleveland, reached out and wanted to come up for a visit, and I gave him a sauna experience with our barrel saunas, and then we did a meetup. So we did an American Canadian meetup. So we met up with a fellow named Jordan and his buddy Rob in Barrie, Ontario. Um, on Kempenfelt Harbor or at Kempenfelt Harbor. And this would have been in April. So the ice was just going out. Uh, and so the, the whole idea was they wanted to get some more uh, views with TikTok. Um, I wasn't interested in that. I was more interested in the social piece and connecting with these other fellas that have been practicing cold immersion. And so the three of us, uh, four of us, I think there's four of us, five of us. There's a couple of us that went into the lake and we were in for seven, 
seven minutes. Wow. Uh, and they did a live TikTok recording. I'm going to post up on my Instagram following this uh, to share a bit about that story. So it was a really neat experience and a great way to connect with, you know, those from abroad and people from yeah. other countries that are also practicing this. So um, this cold journey has been really neat for me. Um, I connected with Culture, which is a Canadian company here. Uh, Mike used to be a pro hockey player in Europe. So he started this culture company and they've got a great community down in Toronto and they've connected with a couple of other uh, groups. And um, so I'm an ambassador for culture. And uh, so I have a discount code that I can offer for their products. Um, I won't dive into all of what they offer and what have you. I'll stay focused on my cold journey here. Uh, So For those listeners uh, who are interested in trying cold, um, I would challenge you to have a shower, have a hot shower. And then at the end of your shower, turn your shower to lukewarm. We're not talking extremely cold. So Leanne, I don't know how you were prepped, but if I were prepping you, I would have prepped you differently than just go cold Mm -hmm. because it's, there's nothing inviting with, with that. I, I recommend starting with a cold shower and it may it may take a couple of times for you to get your head wrapped around. I want to do this because I know the benefits. I want to see if I'm going to feel better. So start with a lukewarm shower, stay in there for 15 to 30 seconds and finish your shower and call it good. Revisit it again. And I, I challenge you to keep trying to go a little bit colder at a time and keep it within that 15 to 30 seconds. As you get more comfortable with this, you know, I'm talking like, Exercise patience. It does take time to work up to the mental. It's a mental game. Mm-hmm. Once you get the mental strength of I can do this and we can rein in our breath. So it's all to do with our breath. If we focus on our breath and have nice long belly breaths, then we can stay in longer. Once you get from 30 seconds to a minute, then you get a little bit more comfortable with being uncomfortable. Then you can work up to a, a longer period of time. Now, three minutes, you're not getting any more benefits after three minutes. You've gotten all of the benefits within that time span. If you're going to stay in longer, that's just, you know, you're just championing for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's cool too. And at the beginning of that journey, I would get out of the shower and I would yell out, like, I feel alive. Like I felt so amazing. And I still do today, whether it's, you know, in our cold shower uh, or in a cold plunge, uh, I feel incredible afterwards. And there's this uh, effect that you carry for seven days after cold immersion. Wow. Makes sense. So it is something that uh, I carry with me as a tool for mental strength as a father so that I can remain grounded when dealing with heated uh, conversations or situations. And it's it's a really great tool for myself and and my partner, Brooke, uh, to navigate this world, uh, not just as a parent, but, you know, hard decisions. If I have a hard decision that I have to make, I do the hard stuff first and I'll have a cold shower or a cold plunge in the morning before approaching my day. So this morning, this wasn't a hard thing, but I, I haven't been practicing being interviewed and talking about this stuff. So, uh, I had a cold shower this morning and just got me grounded and I felt prepared and here we are. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. Mm-hmm. I definitely make sure on the days when I'm feeling more stressed, more in my head, um, on days when I feel, uh, you know, last towards the end of last year, 2022, when I had the flu, I was making sure when I was able to to do that cold shot at the end, knowing that it boosts my immune system, right. knowing that it can really affect your mental health. And, um, you know, one of the stats that I came across is that after a minute of being in a cold plunge, and I'm not quite sure about the about the shower kind of depends on, you know, if you're like me just shooting it at your neck or it's coming down over mm-hmm. your head or whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be, um, is you increase your metabolism by 350%. That means that your body is burning those calories that much faster so it is absolutely incredible. And then if you're in the sauna for, I think it's up to 30 minutes, not necessarily in one go, then you're burning at least 600 calories. So this to me was like, huh, this is a workout that you can kind of do sitting on your butt. 
this is great. But yeah. the benefit of this with the BDNF, the brain neurotrophic uh, factor in your brain and helping you, your brain to stay really in great health, the dementia, the Alzheimer's that I've already mentioned um, off the top, then, you know, the benefits really that are there are incredible. But I do love how you've sort of laid it out to go to lukewarm first. Chris, is mm-hmm. there any more interest in kind of going to lukewarm before you hit the cold? Do I seem weak if I say no? No. It, uh, I got no comment. What if we offer a bucket of ice cream if you try it? <laughs> wow. I will, I'm going to do a plug here for uh, my friend's ice cream shop. Maybe I can get his uh, bucket of ice cream from <laughs> See, Chris, we care about you. We want you to be even healthier. Absolutely. Like building the mental strength is one piece. And, you know, another piece that I'll share as well, this is a bit of a, a hack that I've learned. Um, I did a little experiment with, uh, so I was a ski coach at one of the ski clubs here in town. And there was a day where I forgot my mitts. What happens when you go to the hill without your mitts? You freeze, right? You do. Mm. So my experiment was if I were to do breath work throughout the whole time that I was skiing. So that's on the lift. That's as I'm coming down the hill. I kept my hands warm, believe it or not. I did breath work for the whole time. It was was probably about an hour. And it was definitely sub, you know, it was sub minus zero. um, I've taken this little hack and shared it with my mom, for example, my mom gets cold hands and cold feet. Mm-hmm. And when she shares that, I ask her, how's your breath? She's like, mm-hmm. my breath's fine. I'm like, your breath is shallow. So when our breath is shallow, our extremities will get cold. So our, our fingers and, and our feet will get cold. So those who are listening if you get cold feet and cold hands throughout the day on a hot summer day, it's not because you're just cold and it's cold in the room. Yeah. Have a check-in and ask yourself, how's my breath? And yeah. it's as simple as taking five belly breaths and being mindful of it. And I guarantee within 10 minutes, your body temperature will change and your feet and your hands will warm up. And I know this because I'm a lake surfer. I winter surf. So I go out for hours at a time in the water, wearing a wetsuit, fully protected. But when I get out sometimes, if I'm out long enough, sometimes my feet are a little cold or sometimes my hands are a little bit cold. It's the same with cold immersion. After cold immersion, if you continue a nice steady breath, your body knows what to do. That just made me take a take a deep breath. The last time I went, the last time I went and did um, a cold immersion, there's a new place in Toronto where you can go sit in the sauna and then go into their cold plunge pools. The first time that I got in, they were encouraging you to stay in for two minutes. So because I've done this before, I I thought, okay, this is not not too crazy. But I actually had my hands in the water and oh, yeah. my shoulders under the water, and yeah. it was my hands that were so painful. That's all I could think about. So all my mental focus was on how painful my hands were. And then I got out and my two friends that I were with, they stayed in for the two minutes, but I noticed after that their shoulders and their hands were out. Um, But my skin the next day felt amazing. Actually, even just later that day felt amazing, like the best spa exfoliation experience you could ever, ever ask for. Slept Mm -hmm. great and definitely had, um, you know, had a mood boost. I think I've been craving it ever since, actually. Mm. There's something subtle about it where you just feel, you feel different. We're very fortunate to learn about this. I feel, Mm. I feel for me anyways. Um, When I go out into open water and do cold plunges, I actually will wear my wetsuit boots to protect my feet. Yeah. Not so much from the cold, but just whatever I'm walking on. You never know. Um, And then to your point, I will keep my hands out of the water. And I find that I can focus better and rein in my breath. Um, Typically, the first 45 seconds, you're going to feel pins and needles. It's very painful. Uh, but if you're focusing on your breath, you're not focusing on, oh my God, I'm going to die. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> yeah. you, you really, yeah. you really 
have the ability to get out of that mindset, focus on your breath. And once you get to that, you know, one minute mark, I, I call it just settling in. And right. at that point, um, you know, you can stay for multiple minutes or, you know, if it's just you've had enough and just get out and celebrate yeah, it. Celebrate with ice cream, Chris, because metabolism is on fire at 350%. I don't need I don't need a reason to celebrate with ice cream. I know I don't you need, don't. I don't I need to put my don't. feet in cold water or my butt in ice cubes to celebrate with yeah. ice cream. I'm sorry, but I, I can't deny the way that you and Ryan and others have spoken about it and speak about it. I can't deny the way your eyes light up when you talk about it. Um, the, the truth behind that, the truth behind the science, I can't deny any of that. It, for yeah. me, it's literally just a mental fence that am I willing to, I mean, if before we started this podcast, it was a wall, a brick wall Hard in front of it. Now yeah. it's more like a chain link fence. So right. <laughs> I'm just sort of peering uh, over thinking, yeah. well, they look like they're having fun someday. So a quick question for you, Leanne, do you face the shower or do yes. you turn your back from the shower when you turn it to cold? No, I'm facing it. It's on, my, it's it. on my throat. Here's a quick tip. Yeah. Do a big flex when you oh, do it. Oh, cool. And, you and know, then turn around. <laughs> Yeah, do do the flex, face face the shower. Yeah. And once you've kind of started to rein in your breath and you're like, yeah. I got this, that's then that's the around. piece. If it's to your back, if it you know, that's that's great too. But what my my girlfriend Brooke and I have been experimenting with is facing it and flexing. Yeah. And leaning in. This is the whole point. You know, I've right. I've got a I've got a business and life coach that uh, I've been working with for a couple of years and she, she uses this analogy of when we get rocked to our heels, yeah. how do we rock to our toes? What are your tools? What are your tools? And my tool for rocking to my toes are one breath. If I don't have cold available to me, yeah. who is, um, you know, I can go and have a sauna to relax Mm-hmm. And then I can approach whatever it is that I got heated on uh, in, from a, a grounded state. Yeah. Uh, but this this idea of rocking from our heels to our toes, well, this is a choice. And right. I feel that if we rock to our toes in that cold shower mm-hmm. and say, "I got this," or "What up?" You yeah. know, bring it. Yeah. And then it's just a, again, it's part of this mental piece versus like, ah, oh. Yeah. It's hurting yeah. me. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good impression of me. That was great. Oh. That sounded exactly like me. Come on. <laughs> I was impersonating my my 13-year-old daughter. So. <laughs> oh, even Wait worse, Chris. You leave your family problems at home, Ryan. That's okay. this is not the place okay. to air them out. I love okay. you, Gigi. <laughs> That's funny. Aww. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. You've given us so much to think about. You've given us so much information. I love your stories. They're just the best. That's just ah. so great. And I believe that you've got a little something for our lovely loyal listeners that you have on offer that I'll also put in the show notes on leannephillipson.com, but you might as well say it yourself now. Great. Well, thanks again, guys, for having me on the show. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I hope we can do this again. Um, shout out to Scott Miller, who uh, made this introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I talked about him. Conscious Water and uh, Scott has made a couple of really uh, great connections. Um so we have through Moonlight Sauna uh, winter sale on at the moment, which we don't typically put sales on because we find that it devalues, you know, what we're selling. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a thousand dollars off for a sauna between now and March nineteenth. So twenty twenty three for anyone listening after 2023, that twenty twenty three exactly. Yep. Um, where you can find that is uh, at my Instagram handle is at Markham Works. And then um, I have a link tree there uh, where you can visit uh, the Moonlight Sauna website, learn more about their products. Um, and we have a cold plunge that we're going to be releasing at the Cottage Life Show that we're really excited about. And um, maybe a couple giveaways at that show. Um, and uh, then I do have uh, some swag, some hats and T-shirts and, 
and that if uh, if you wanted to share that with, uh, yeah. with your listeners today. Yeah, I well. think putting together a lovely package, all uh, you lovely little listeners can head over to spreadright.com forward slash sauna and enter a draw for a lovely swag Ooh, bag from uh, from Ryan. So thanks so much Amazing. for being, being with us today, Ryan. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Leanne and Chris. You guys are awesome. All right. So just to say that again, you can head over to sproutright.com forward slash sauna to enter Ryan's giveaway of some of the swag that he's got, which is just so much fun. And also his thousand dollar winter winter promo of his moonlight saunas. Remember to head over to leannephillipson.com for all of his information. It doesn't seem that it's going to take out, take too much time out of your day to get your body into a sauna if you can find one. And whether you follow with a cold plunge or a hot shower, or you just use your cold, your hot shower, and then the cold shower as your way to do this, maybe in between hitting up a spa or a friend's place or any kind of place where you can find this contrast therapy going on to get its benefits. Now, sauna has its own benefits and with or without what you say, Chris, that you're still not quite there yet with the cold plunge, it's advised to spend no more than two and even three minutes in a cold plunge when you're about 12 to 15 minutes in a sauna. But of course, this depends on the person. Now, from the benefits to your immune system, to increasing what's called the heat shock protein, which kills bad cells and help, helps to clean up proteins and help muscle recovery and growth. I'm sure that's why Ryan got into this from his athletic days and beyond. Now, there's a whole list of other benefits, which I've listed for you over on leannephillipson.com from improving your insulin sensitivity to helping detoxify your heavy metals, the pain relief, the anti-inflammatory support, encouraging your stress hormones, like I already mentioned, and even helping to make you happier. Now, all of these things that can happen are just from this contrast of heat and or cold or just hit the heat just all unto itself. That's absolutely amazing. And with all of those benefits, perhaps we need to become a little more like the fin- like the Finns, those from Finland, and treat the sauna a bit more like they do their daily shower. Now, I have a sauna in the amenities in my condo building. I have checked it out. I did try it out. It was really, really cool. I think it's time that I make way more use of it. Now, Chris, you've got your hot tub where you can just slide on into with your friends and your family, which is a tremendous thing to do. And knowing that you've got more benefits going on there, I think is a really great thing for you too, or anyone that has a hot tub. Just make use of it. It has been a godsend when it could just from the uh, perspective of getting out of bed in the morning. It, yeah. it, it, something as simple as that has improved my life. It has improved right. my sleep. And therefore, when I get up in the morning, I'm not slithering out of bed. I'm hopping out of bed, which, mm. you know, I'm not I'm not that old. But, you, you yeah, know, you yeah. start to feel the years you on do. you. And yeah. depending on how you deal with stress in life, you can feel older certain days than others. And that sure. is when there's a real benefit to that hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> it Definitely. tends to melt the years away a little bit. Yeah, it really does. And the benefits, and like I said, I think that it is having a benefit to your blood sugar because there's some things that you shared that, that you've been having and challenging your blood sugar, mm-hmm. I might add. You're not, you know, you're just trucking along observing what you're drinking, what you're eating, and you're very stable, which is amazing unless there's something behind it. But once we talk to someone about that, then we'll get a little bit more information there. <laughs> So I'm going to head down to the sauna. I'm going to make sure that I do that. I'm going to take some of my Kid Boost or Skin Boost, my superfood powder that's chock full of antioxidants. I'm going to have that in my water bottle so that my detoxing and my repairing is happening. I've got my the, uh, the opportunity to increase my BDNF and have a positive impact on my brain, my mental health, all the extra anti-inflammatory benefits that we've talked about. And of course, heard the stories uh it's not just us. It's Ryan and everybody else out there. So I wonder, our lovely loyal listeners, will you give it a try? 
Uh, if you want to, you can reach out on any of the social media channels. Let us know if you're gonna gonna take a dive into the hot, into the heat, or into the cold. And remember that there's always these show notes over on LeannePhillipson.com. You can shoot me an email through either of my websites, uh, also SproutRight.com. And as with so many of our other guests, Ryan's information is going to be on that page. And I love sharing expertise of the people that we have on here because it's just a great way to introduce you to people that you. May not have come across otherwise. So as always, thank you so much for being here, for being open to new ideas, new ways of doing things, new inspirations, and hopefully having a good laugh along the way. Thank you, Chris, for being a most incredible producer and your contributions are always uh, just, you know, they're kind of side splitting. And I still get that that back from people where they say I'm driving along and listening and then you two just start laughing and then I've just you know they just it just kicks off which also is good for the soul too so thanks as always for being here and please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time <laughs>